This podcast is brought to you by the Kansas Hospital Association. Welcome to this episode of the Kansas Hospital Association's podcast, Plain Spoken. I'm Audrey Dunkel, the Vice President of Government Relations at KHA, and with me is Christiana Reeser with Senator Jerry Moran's office. Welcome, Christiana. Hi, Audrey. Thank you so much for having me. Well, you know, Christiana, we wanted to take this opportunity to kind of introduce you to our members so they know who they can talk to in the senator's office. So talk to us a little bit about what your background is and how you ended up in this role. Absolutely. Uh, So I'm from Overland Park, Kansas. So when I moved to Washington, D.C. about five years ago now, I knew I wanted to work for a Kansas office. So I was very lucky and got my start in former Congresswoman Lynn Jenkins' office. And she is the one who kind of instilled in me my interest in healthcare. She was on the, um, the Ways and Means Committee and was chair of the Health Subcommittee. So I got to see a lot of the, the rural Kansas healthcare issues she was working on, as well as some of our broader nationwide healthcare issues. And then when the position opened to come do healthcare and education issues in Senator Moran's office two years ago, I was uh, very eager to accept and have been with him now since January 2020 um, and took over as Healthcare LA last January. So it's been an interesting time, uh, pandemic pretty much the whole way through, um, but just been really glad to be able to kind of connect with healthcare providers across the state and not just in Kansas Second District. And you got a little bit of a trial by fire starting in January 2020 um, as far as healthcare. But I know we've really yes. appreciated all of your help because I know we've we've had a lot of conversations and I've had a lot of questions back and forth over what was happening in D.C. So thanks for that. Tell us a little bit about what a typical day looks like for you there in D.C. Sure. So I'm sure you all have heard us say many times that there is no typical day in D.C., um, but a lot of it does revolve around uh, the committee schedule. So the senator serves on the Health, Education, Labor, Pension Committee, as well as on the uh, Senate Labor HHS Appropriations Subcommittee. So depending on what's going on in those two committees, I cover both authorizing appropriations for him. Uh, You know, you kind of have to base your schedule around preparations for that your questions. Um, We like to do a lot of stakeholder outreach beforehand to make sure we're asking the questions that's going to help Kansas, going to help us push forward, um, you know, what we need from the administration, the answers we need uh, to kind of take back and work on um, helping Kansas. So a lot of the schedule looks whatever is going to look like around a committee schedule, but based off that, it's, it's meetings, it's memos for the senator. Um, We do a lot of trade association meetings too. And, uh, you know, if it's, uh, summer, we do a lot of appropriations work. So it, it's, uh, it kind of depends on the season too. Um, but a typical day, it really revolves around committee and meetings and where and when I need to be staffing the senator. Great. So what's the biggest issue you're working on right now? Just in general, not just healthcare. Uh, well, I only, along with postal issues, I just focus on healthcare. So right now, the biggest issue that uh, we've been focusing in on is the liver allocation policy that came about in 2018. There's been a lot of concerns with that and how it affects Midwest, Kansas, Missouri, and, and Southern states. And there were some emails that were released uh, in December, um, and they showed that this policy was incredibly biased against these two regions. And so now that the Senator is on um, the authorizing side as well, we're kind of trying to figure out how we can work and, and make HHS halt the implementation while this process or this policy goes through the uh, judicial process and kind of see if there's a way we can work from both appropriations and authorizing side to figure out how HRSA and HHS needs to make the, the contract with the, uh, the organ of the OPOs and uh, a little more competitive. 
Um, so it's not just the you know United Network of Organ uh, Sharing doing their thing and feeling very comfortable with where they're at, even if it's not not a good policy. Um, they feel very confident in their contract with HHS, and we're trying to figure out if there's a way we can make this more competitive so that we don't have a policy like this that's incredibly unfair uh, to Kansans. So that's our, our really big focus right now. It's been a priority for the senator for the past few years, um, and now we're seeing what new opportunities can come about now that we're on health committee. So, Christiana, let's go back to that policy a little bit because you and I know a little bit about it. Um, obviously, you've been working on it quite a bit, but maybe our members don't so much. What is the impact of this policy on Kansans? Yeah, great question. So the impact is when the new policy came into place, it kind of reoriented how uh, the, the donated organs are allocated. And the Midwest regions, Kansas, and Southern regions as well, have a very high rate of organ donate organ donations. So when you shift everything away from where those organs are, organs are donated and move it to a more population-based metric, which is what the new policy does, it really affects uh, the Midwest and the South where you have so many rural regions. So, you know, based on its face, a, a population-based metric might not be you know, something that's implicitly biased. But there are a lot of signs pointing to, well, maybe the way this, this particular liver allocation policy was designed, there was some implicit bias against the Midwest, the South, you know, healthcare shortage areas. Um, so there was a, a lot of healthcare systems, including KU, got involved. And um, through the, the court process, there were some internal emails that were released from uh, HRSA and the United Network of Organ Sharing, which has the main contract with HHS to figure out organ uh, allocations. And based off these emails, which I mentioned, were finally released in December. We now know that there was absolutely implicit bias against the Midwest and the South. And, you know, in terms of how Senator Moran approaches his job to making sure that rural communities are not in any way um, hurt by, by broader nationwide policies, which sometimes tend to favor, you know, the more population dense areas. Uh, this is something that's incredibly important to him because Kansans shouldn't be punished for donating their organs. And it's through our OPOs and our, and our very local um, organizations that we have such high donor rates. And, you know, our, our neighbors shouldn't be on a longer waiting list just because of where they live. It, it makes no sense to, to, hurt these people on the national uh, organ donation list just because of where they live. And so HHS has refused to, to halt this policy, um, even while it goes through some court proceedings. And we're trying to get the to Secretary Becerra to, to halt it and also review it because it's clearly unfair. And if we needed any more evidence than we already had, these emails really show it. So in terms of next steps, it's you know, working with HRSA, um, who is in charge of uh, the organ allocation uh, network and trying to get them to engage, which has been tricky. They're, they're not all that willing. And that's why we're glad we can use both the appropriations uh, strings as well as now the authorizing strings. And it, it does fall a little bit more in finance committee jurisdiction, um, but we are working with them too and try and do a joint finance help effort if needed. Um, but hopefully that answers the question a little more, kind of a lot of background there. No, that's okay. Sometimes we need that. And that's really, really helpful. And, and thank you for working on that because that is a, that is a tough one. As a person who um, had a loved one that was a beneficiary of a double lung transplant, that is, you know, it is a 
a new lease on life for people. So it's very important to continue to make sure Kansans are covered. That's your big health issue. What's your big hospital issue? I would say it's the, the healthcare workforce shortage. You know, it's an issue that Senator Moran would say he's heard about the entire time he served in Congress. And I don't think it's an area where Congress and the federal government has really figured out how to help. And especially post-pandemic, I think there's going to be a lot of sort of segments to the healthcare workforce issue, whether it's, you know, healthcare professional, mental health issues, just the stress and the constant work and pressure you've been under for so long, whether you're, you know, out um, on the the operation floor or administration of a hospital, whatever the case may be, Um, the education piece too, even if you have students willing to, to go and become nurses and doctors, especially in rural Kansas, do we have, you know, folks to actually teach them, um, the uh, the cost of becoming a, a doctor or a nurse. So I, I think rounding that out, there's just a lot of pieces to it. And you know, all of all of our hospital CEOs have have brought this to us. So it's something that we're very aware of. It's just we have not done well at figuring out how to address it. So there's a lot of conversations happening now in, in committee and just the, the members in general, Senator Moran is part of that we we want to really hone in on because I think the pandemic really underscored the need to address this. And if there is one priority that we need to, to focus on, um, it would be the, the workforce shortage issue. Right. I know that that is top of mind for our members as well. Um, every time we have a meeting, workforce comes up and trying to figure out, you know, I don't know that there is one single solution because there are short-term and long-term solutions. So we appreciate your work on yeah. that front. What is one thing you wish constituents knew about your boss that they don't really know or they don't get to see? I would like them to know that he truly cares what issues Kansans are facing. I think a lot of times when you work in D.C., uh, you know, been in Congress, especially as long as Senator Rand has, you get very siloed into the, the national problems, the the talking points, and um, you know the the political back and forth. But he does take what he hears, Kansans, hospital CEOs, people he runs into at the grocery store. He does take those and and bring them back to, to staff, or he wants to figure out how he can help you solve them. You know, I can think of a number of issues that my colleagues and I have gone and started working on just because of a conversation he had with the Kansan um, somewhere in Kansas or, you know, a phone call with a, a hospital CEO. So if you have an issue, I can tell you that, that he wants you to tell tell me or tell him if you see him or uh, convey to, to Audrey or Landon or Chad, because we we want to hear that. We want to know how we can help. And those are the things that he, he wants to do while he's here in Congress serving Kansas. Well, certainly that's always been our experience here at KHA, um, reaching out to the senator and getting help on any issues that come up. Uh, thank you again for all your assistance on the provider assessment as we continue to move forward with that. So last but not least, how do our members get in touch with you? Because now that we know what you're doing <laughs> and how you can help us, how should we get in touch with you? Uh, email is the best way. Um, and I will, uh, it's my name, Christiana at underscore reser at moran.senate.gov. And I, I believe it's up on um, the KHA website for those who need it. But I really do want to engage with all of our hospital CEOs. And, um, you know, I do a, a decent job at responding in a timely manner. So I, I would hope that you feel comfortable reaching out if there's anything that comes up. And, 
uh, emails the best way. Our, our office number too is up on the our uh, moran.senate.gov website if you need that. But email too just comes directly to me is probably fastest. Okay, perfect. And again, as Christiana said, that contact information is available on the KHA website uh, under our federal legislative activities and Senator Moran's uh, page. And it also gives you the connection to his webpage as well. Well, Christiana, thank you so much for spending just a little bit of time with us. I know you're very busy. The budget just came out. So uh, there's a lot going on. This has been Kansas Hospital Association's Plain Spoken Podcast. Thanks so much for being with us. Thank you, Audrey. I appreciate it. For more information on Kansas health issues, go to kha-net.org.